0: Hey there, and welcome to Throw Up Thursday. I'm your host, Dr. JJ Kelly, the punk rock doc. Well, hello there. Welcome to Throw Up Thursday, where you can come barf your problems and leave feeling much better. I'm Dr. JJ Kelly, the punk rock doc, and Ha ah, so many things to go over as the holidays approach. I'm going to let Olivia in here, one of our... She will be joining me for, oh, maybe, how's the speaker going here? Better, can you hear me better? Hi. Yes. Hi. How are you? Right. Sorry, I had a speaker plugged in there. No worries.
1: So, how are you? I'm good. It's the first night of Hanukkah. Yes, it I is. Hanukkah
0: makeup on with the white and blue. Well, happy Hanukkah to you. (laughs) While we're we're in the congratulating Olivia department, by the way, oh my gosh, (laughs) your teaching on the coaching call this week was dope! (laughs) It was so good, dude. You were clearly having a good time, too. Mm -hmm. Like, nice work.
1: I loved it. It was so fun. I, I re- can tell. I had awesome. I think more fun with it than anybody else did. Just showing the animations because I was work. I was like getting them. So- oh, oh, the fucking washing
0: machine. Beautiful, yeah. Beautiful, yes. Megan agrees. <laughs> yes, you were awesome. You yeah. were- s- The enthusiasm is catching, you know. And when you like what you're doing, oh, let me turn this light up. That backlighting's not awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and when you like what you're doing like that, that yeah. is, dude, it's easier for people to learn.
1: Definitely. Yeah. I always love the teachers who, like you could tell, were so excited about what they were teaching and loved it. Totally. Well, that's As I was true. doing it, I was like, yeah, I got to teach. I already knew that, but it was like, this is what I'm made for. Like, dude. I dude. just want everyone to get excited about the
0: things that I love. Yes. yes. And you know, what is not exciting about helping people make their lives better? Exactly. Like forever. You yeah. can see why I'm so jacked all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I was sitting there like, Oh my God, I'm so proud of her. <laughs> like, I tried not to cry. I mean, it was, it was great. Good for you. Yes.
1: I've been like glowing all week, just really proud and happy. And like, just a loving group to share that with and yeah you know it was so good yes it so yes good.
0: it was did you did you hear astrid wants to put your teaching on our ads oh sick yeah oh, i didn't hear that oh she, i thought she contacted you like right after we did filming the other day no <laughs>
1: No, she texted me to ask for some clips for this and said that I, to congratulate me on my teaching. Oh. I've gotten some cute texts from the docs. It really warms my heart.
0: Oh, that is so sweet. I love it. <laughs> love it. Good for you. The yeah. season for giving. Yes, for loving is. each other. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've been, I couldn't believe, like I've been waiting what two days now to tell you. I was like, <laughs> right after I almost called you and I was like, no, 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 I'll save it for Thursday. <laughs> Tell everybody how awesome you are. Yeah, it was so good. Good for you. Thanks. All right, so what are we doing today, Miss? All L? right, so I have a
1: couple questions. Um, yeah. I have, <laughs> oh God, I'm always asking these questions. I know, oh. I
0: figured you had some questions. <laughs> <laughs> if I
1: just did, and I was like, I don't know, what are we doing today? <laughs> Dude, I'd be like,
0: oh, <laughs> you're killing me, Smalls. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, especially like, i just like, Racing all the way up to the minute that I do this, and then, like, if you were to throw a curveball like that, I'd be like, uh oh, um, bye. <laughs> nice seeing you for throw up Thursday. I can't, I just can't. So, thank you. Yes, I do have questions.
1: Um, so the first one is kind of a tack on to what we were talking about last week with just the grieving. Um, so I've been doing the like. And catching myself, but the nostalgic, like, looking into past memories and photos and messages and getting kind of into that, or, like, looking into that rabbit hole. Um, okay. What is that about with grieving? Like, because it, it's not even just stuff with my dad. It's, like, anything that I've ever experienced I want to, like,
0: look into. I don't know. Is everyone like that? I think everyone has bouts like that it's just sort of like those emo moments Mm -hmm. where they like want to go dark and you know as well as i do that like sometimes it can go too far Mm -hmm. but you know sometimes if i'm like sitting by a fire or something and i'm looking at old photos and old notes and stuff, seeing mm-hmm. the penmanship of the person who's gone is kind mm-hmm. of touching. And even if you're crying, sometimes it's not self-harming. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's just lovely to remember the person and other times it's like, whoa, fucking yeah. dark, man. And it's up to each individual to to assess that and to make decisions based on it. But you know as well as I do that you can even know you're going dark and you just end up staying with it. Yeah. Why do we do that is the real question. Yeah. I
1: don't know. (laughs) There's always a point that I can tell where it starts off as, you know, like, okay, let me revisit some things. And then there's a line in which I'm like, okay, now this is getting gross. But it's much more difficult to, like, pull myself out of once you're like, in, I mean, like you still have the choice and the ability to do it, but it's like this quicksandy kind of thing because it can turn gross so
0: quick. Yeah, After I don't like- actually think it's any different than any other willfulness. Mm-hmm. I think there is that choice point of which way to go and we give ourselves permission. And part of the giving ourselves permission is the very sophisticated bullshit of, well, it is grieving. Like grieving <laughs> is different than other things. I- it, it, it That's the best thing, right? Like yeah. the best lie has 80% truth. Like, yeah, grieving is different than other shit. However, it's this we're talking about is willfulness. Yeah. Getting in your own way, making a choice that you consciously know is not in your wise mind, in your best interest, matches your values. But then, you know, we're like, oh, well, it doesn't totally violate my values. <laughs> you know what i mean, mean? like we play oh, all these it's games.
1: my values to like remember my
0: dad right right? <laughs> right right this is one of those things where i challenge somebody and then they make me out to be the asshole yeah. right
1: grief right. is like this thing where you see it's like you feel like you have this like past that you just to be like i get to act however i want because like this is sad yes effectively and everyone's uncomfortable with it in the first place so nobody's gonna Right. Like, people don't challenge you with it. Right. It's like this huge monster.
0: Yep. And that attitude, meaning, um, well, attitude, but also, like, that tone that, like, I'm going to, I know you are, (laughs) but what am I? Like, that tone is, like, that Wee Herman thing is a cue that you are in willful land. Yeah. But the thing is we have no interest in telling ourselves the truth in those moments. That's really what it is with grieving is we just decide. And that is still willfulness, but it's hardcore willfulness. It is a different flavor. It's just come on. Yeah. So, so, you know, it's fun. You know, this, uh, this mentorship that I'm in with Marianne (laughs) Williamson, it everybody's sort of like grieving, it's everybody's talking about it mm-hmm. and on deep levels too. So I, I just think it's out there right now. End yeah. of the year, you know, winter time COVID. Yeah. All of it, all of it. So it's always a hard season
1: for it. I mean, like Christmas brings like the holidays, winter holidays, the family Mm -hmm. there's so much like narrative about like family togetherness and you know there's all these expectations about like the happiest time of the year and so (laughs) if you don't feel that happiness you're like am I broken right
0: (laughs) right do I hate my family (laughs) am I just like a soulless person no everybody's so it's so funny to me this year like I can't be around my family like come on it's stressful anyway yeah I mean I I don't want to invalidate it sucks it does Mm -hmm. suck it's just that you know all these years of doing this work you know one of the most stressful (laughs) times for people collectively is this pre-Christmas pre-holidays yeah I'm gonna see my family that I don't see that often stress so I don't know can we just like accept it for what it is and not fight with reality and move through it as smoothly as we can just try mm-hmm. not to make it worse that might be as good as it gets right now <laughs> yeah so so uh, uh you got any non-grieving questions? yes i do i do
1: i do <laughs> i said that one because i wanted to ask it last week and then we didn't get to. okay great, great um okay so i have one from Mel. mm-hmm um Lovely. So they asked about balancing work from their physical job fatigue with being active and resting during off days. So like balancing working out, but also feeling like physically tired from their job and being mindful about exercise and like how to rest.
0: Oh, yeah. Speaking of willfulness, (laughs) it's my day off. I'm going to get zero (laughs) physical activity because I have a physical job. Uh, Yeah um the very easy answer to that is pull back the exercise and still do it
1: Mm -hmm.
0: take a walk take a short walk so that you are that's the litmus test for are you hanging out and hiding out Mm -hmm. and being willful um i bet mal knew the answer to that one before she was done writing the question (laughs) I wish I wish they were on this call. Yeah. So I could just a little <laughs> bit. Cause that's funny. That's funny. Because there it is again, right? Very physical job. Mm-hmm. Legit tired. Mm-hmm. So there's a whole lot of truth in that. But you still gotta gut check and be real with yourself about the feeling. During the decision making, the tone, the bullshit potential, mm-hmm. and slay through that shit. Yeah. It's always tricky when
1: there are some elements of it that, like, you know, like they're true. And so you also take those into account. Like, you do need to always. rest because you're tired from your job. Yeah. And we're also
0: skilled at just like totally bullshitting. Yes. And the more sophisticated you get in your emotional intelligence, the more sophisticated your defense structure gets as well. However, I don't know, you're progressing at this. it's the same all the time. Mm -hmm. Bullshit is bullshit at whatever level (laughs) you're at. And you can always taste it when it's coming up. I think so. I think we know... We say we know or not. Yeah, and I you love- <laughs> guys definitely do. So I love yeah. watching
1: us in like in our calls when we're talking and someone's bullshitting and you can see in their face when they're like trying to they're
0: saying it but they're like no yeah No. yeah no it's no like <laughs> dirt in their mouth <laughs> yes and you can see it on their face. I love that you said that because I I do think all you guys can see it including mm-hmm. the speaker mm-hmm. and we all do it.
1: So, and it's totally okay. Sometimes you don't realize that you're doing it until you speak out. And then as long as you go, oh, okay, actually like yes. that was bullshit. Yes. And get to the truth. It's like no need to feel shame over spouting bullshit totally.
0: when you catch it. Totally. Totally. I was just having that kind of conversation with a bunch of artists today that <laughs> that, eating your shit sandwich with dignity. Mm-hmm. Just call yourself out or just apologize or just be like, wait, I don't even know what I'm saying. Right now. <laughs> like, who cares? <laughs> I think it's an actual, there. there's a demonstration of resilience, emotional intelligence, as well as, like, ego strength to yeah. do that. It's not weak to do that. It's strong. Definitely.
1: I remember when I was first getting over my whole, like, California, too cool for school thing and I would catch myself saying something that just, like, was not true at all. Like, being like, oh, yeah, I know that band. And then be like, actually, I don't know that. I don't know why I said that. Like, I don't know that band. (laughs)
0: It's so fun. It's really
1: funny. Yeah. And it's empowering to be like, oh, I don't even have to be embarrassed. Like, normally, I would lie about something stupid. And then I would go back to my room and be like, (gasps) I'm a freak. (laughs) Right,
0: right. Right. Which is just more fucking narcy. Yeah. Right. Like, just get over it. Yeah. And when I watch you guys do that now, it's wonderful. And when you do that in front of other people who haven't had the training that you have, you're modeling (laughs) for them how Mm -hmm. to have that kind of strong grounding and dignified apologizing. Yeah, that's I mean, that makes you instant leaders in the world. Congrats. <laughs> Congrats. Congrats. All you guys on this call. <laughs> all right, what else we got? Okay, I got one. Um,
1: so this is a question from a friend. So how to deal with a family member in your life who like consistently gives you upsetting information at like, bad times. So like, my friend is living with their mom and they like will will wake up and then hear some like bad news about like a family member being sick and it's consistently happening. They've talked to them about it and the, the, their mom is like, isn't getting it.
0: Okay. Well, um, at the risk of sounding obvious, I hope that your friend is saying this is not the right time for that in the moment. Mm-hmm. and taking responsibility for setting those boundaries instead of just, you know, bitching. Um, I'm all for bitching. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> it's just, um, that's not going to get this person anywhere. If they actually want to attempt to make mm-hmm. an impact at them uh, with this kind of thing, then the general advice is people respond to consequences. Mm-hmm. So, Even bumping up that statement, the canned, ready to go statement to something like, I'm not going to have my coffee with you in the morning if you're going to dump all the bad news you've heard on me first thing in the morning. Mm -hmm. I would do a deer, you know, like Mm -hmm. describe the situation. Ah, so I'm finding that (laughs) you dump a whole bunch of bad news on me first thing in the morning most mornings, then express (laughs) your feelings or opinions. I don't like that. It Mm -hmm. pisses me off. I'm not, my brain's not even on for fuck's sake. Mm -hmm. And then the actual ask or say, no, please do not do that anymore, Mm -hmm. which I assume has happened in some form or another. Please do not do that anymore. My and then the reinforce is describing to them what's going to happen if they don't in a non-threatening way, by the way, mm-hmm. you could say the canned one and be like, I'd appreciate that. Mm-hmm. However, if it's happened a bunch of times, I'd bump that one up too and be like, because I'm not going to have breakfast with you anymore. If yeah. this is how this is going to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and if the person's like just compulsively, which it kind of sounds like it's just like, wah. Mm-hmm. Um, getting up and leaving, having a safe word with your mom, Mm -hmm. you know, or, or like, (laughs) Hey, when I go like this, stop saying what you're saying. (laughs) Can we agree on that? You know, you can do some of that work, like strike while the iron's cold and set up a foundation, go talk to your mom and be like, this has been bothering me for a while. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm I'm guessing it's going to happen again. So this is how this is going to go next yeah. time. Like, I'm not going to even say a word. I'm going to get up and leave your presence every time you do that. If you're going to do the pre-planning, you can go more hardcore in the moment. But don't <laughs> go hardcore in the moment if you haven't done the pre-plan. Yeah. Because that can escalate mm-hmm. things and it makes it less effective. You have to do the the foundational work and um and a lot of times people are afraid to do the hardcore stuff in the moment even if they've done the planning which Mm -hmm. means then they're flaking on what they said they were going to do and now they're not going to be taken seriously because they make threats they don't follow through on Mm -hmm. don't do that as Allie would say (laughs) (laughs) you know you did a couple of those when you were teaching too i saw Allie smiling when you were, you know it's difficult, right? It's hard difficult to not. Well, to not say in,
1: in the um, DBT workbook, it's written like that. Like I don't know. do that, don't do this. So in my notes, I was writing that, and I was like, oh,
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, try working almost twenty years with teenagers and say don't, and see how that lands.
1: I remember how that landed. Yeah, that's,
0: not well. That's, that's why humor, sh- humor should. Oh. <laughs> Humor shaming is so much more effective because it has that startling, disarming Mm -hmm. quality to it. And I still say things like, knock it off. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just, I don't know, it's that edge, that realness to it is still better than, don't do this. Procedurally, don't do this. The book (laughs) says don't do this. Like, but we don't care about that. Yeah.
1: Okay. Keep going. Um. Okay. Did I What's answer about- that one?
0: Yeah, I think so. Okay.
1: Yeah. It just—it's hard when.
0: Er. The more specific, the better. Yeah. For them. oh, you're sitting there editing, huh? Right. <laughs> um, for- <laughs> for this well, if people. the person is on the call, feel free to follow up in
1: the comments. <laughs> um. That's all the questions that I had written down. Okay.
0: But um. Is what? anything itching for you? No pressure, dude. We can mm-hmm. end at 22. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I'm thinking, um, hmm, I am thinking. I don't think so. All right. Wow. Lovely. Then <laughs> end. Um. Next week, is that, uh, what do we got here? Let me look at a calendar. Because one of our Thursdays, okay, next week's normal, the the 17th. Then we'll talk about whether we're going to do Christmas Eve or not. That might be pushing it, but you and I will talk about it later. So there is, oh, there's there's something in the questions. Oh, perfect. Uh Uh-oh. How do you deal with a three-week spiral of lethargic feeling? What? You motivated not taking care of business? What? What are? you, can you read that too? I can't read it. I don't see it. Oh no. <laughs> How do you deal with a three week spiral of lethargic feeling? Oh, that's maybe wanting to say unmotivated and not taking care of your body. Maybe is what that says. Maybe. Um. In general, Well, in the spirit of willfulness that we've been talking about this entire time, um, If you are aware enough to know that you are making choices that go against your values and against just your wishes. Mm -hmm. um, There's not a whole lot I can tell you to do. You already know. So make better choices. Is the easy (laughs) answer. However, you want to get at the feeling that is underneath the action or the inaction in this Mm -hmm. case. So, lethargy though it is a physical feeling i wouldn't let that one go straight up as an emotion Mm -hmm. i mean it probably is in the camp of emotion that i'm thinking of but i would go digging Mm -hmm. because people usually stop there and my guess is that that kind of paralysis really usually happens from two big players fear or anger Mm -hmm. i'm overwhelmed i don't know where to start so i don't and then there's like a anxiety hiding out
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and or and this is i'm getting i'm getting the pissed off from this question um i think that there is something again avoidance is more in the fear camp but there might be a fuck you underneath. Mm -hmm. Um, And sometimes, um, you know, punishing ourselves is a way that we try to control our anger. Um, So not exercising (laughs) when you know that you need to exercise, um, that can be self harming. Mm -hmm. You know, if someone's telling this person to do it, then there's probably a fuck you underneath. Yeah, right. Yep. Yeah. I mean, there's there no quicker way to get me to not want to do something I can than tell to- me I have to. I can hardcore relate to that. Yeah. Who can't? <laughs> Anyone with a strength of will and a and a but I can't stop. Now that is a worry thought. That is merely a thought. It is not a fact. I can't stop is some bullshit that we tell ourselves. You actually can. You just don't wanna, what will help move you forward is identifying and validating the emotion. Just say the emotion. If you're pissed exactly. off, just say it. I'm pissed off. Now, what do I, and that's okay. You can mm-hmm. add, and that's okay. Just for like extra validation. Cause it is okay. And then what do I wanna do about it? I find that for exercise specifically, if I've been on a break of any kind, I want to, re- like, let's say it's a three week break or something mm-hmm. like outrageous. I want to go back to this, where I was three weeks ago. Like if you're running five miles and that's what you're used to, and then you're like having this like lethargy dip and three le- weeks later you want to run again, don't run five miles, run a half a mile. If everybody brought the bar down right now in this COVID nightmare, and expected less from themselves, they would be getting to where they want to go more easily. Mm -hmm. Lower the expectations so that it's only a little bit difficult to go from inactivity to activity, the hardest step to go from nothing to something is something that is infinitely difficult. So make it as small as you can, and then praise yourself for doing it. Yeah. Don't do the thing like, oh, I should have done this fucking. You know, don't do that. Just be like, yay me. Mm-hmm. That was the hardest step right there, going from nothing to something. Mm-hmm. And don't believe every friggin' worry thought you have. I can't do it. I can't. Yeah, you can. Yes, you can. You don't want to or you're overwhelmed. You're pissed off. Whatever. Get. You're smarter than that. Dude, be honest with yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it is hard. You can do hard things. P.S. You fighting with the reality of this situation is what's making it so goddamn hard. It ain't that hard. To stand up in whatever clothes you're in and go walk around the block that counts by the way you're probably making it hard by having the barbie way the fuck up here and you're like no i can't what are you laughing at
1: cuz know- this
0: is you've said this to me
1: so many times so it's just funny to watch it and be like i'm getting the feeling as if you're yelling like at me and i'm like it's not me this <laughs>
0: But Stop stuff up on my friend! I, I, yeah, it's... Everything it's, I'm saying is, is loving. I mm-hmm. mean it lovingly. It's
1: all like, it's also a good way to do opposite action <laughs> of just <laughs> of activating yourself and we talk about how our feelings are not who we are, they're just what we are experiencing. So if you're feeling tired and lethargic, um, that's what you're feeling but that's not who you are so that means that you still have the power even though it's really hard to get up and just go for a walk and it's important especially when you're having like that overwhelm and when you're coming out of a long period of not doing the work in the same way that you were you're cleaning up a mess but like as you would when you're cleaning up your room you just start like one piece at a time And know that the room will get clean if you keep cleaning, Mm -hmm. but you're not going to be able to clean it all at once. And it's really like scary and overwhelming and stressful when you see this huge mess and you're like, "I have to do all of these things." Yeah, that's going to make it even harder to clean. Just like set small, manageable goals and work your way
0: up. Yeah. Yes. And ask for help if you have somebody in your pod. Go walk with them. Mm I don't like to do that when I'm coming out of something like that. I like to do it myself, but that's not necessarily your values
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it doesn't have to be pick. Whatever's up to you. Um, but I'm guessing that there's probably a uh, too high of an expectation and not enough validation of pissed off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's overwhelming as fuck just to stop watching Netflix and move. <laughs> yeah i don't i'm not buying overwhelmed there i think there's i'm getting just from the text i'm getting a like dig heels in Hmm. there all these all these follow-ups which i appreciate by the way i think you're doing a good job and i don't know how you're feeling on the receiving end of this um there's a yeah but there yeah but yeah but yeah but (laughs) when I get a lot of yeah, buts from somebody, I'm like, yeah, well, fuck my ideas then. You come <laughs> up with them. Cause I have to then do an out. I have to out passive them. Mm-hmm. Like there's an active passivity going on here, passive resistance. And it's a lot that usually at the end of the day is an, I don't want to, mm-hmm. and not ultimately I don't want to, you're, you know, She's saying she wants to, (laughs) but you want somebody to do it for you. You're grown. Ain't nobody going to do it for you. Plus it's super dependent to wait for someone to rescue you on this. Go ask for help. I'm having a hard time. I mean, you're doing it now. You're asking for help. So that's awesome. That Mm -hmm. is one of those bite-sized pieces in the right direction. It's just, I'm not at your house to go, hey, let's go for a walk.
1: Mm hmm.
0: Like, ask someone who, can we say the name of this person? This is Jess. What? My friend Jess. Jess. Okay. Ask somebody Mm -hmm. to take a walk with you. I don't actually think you need that. I think you can do this. And if you make the celebration after you do it, if you make it something awesome, that will make it a little less hard <laughs> come on come on but address your pissed off because i think there's probably something uh legit in there mm-hmm. if you're pissed off about something else and then you're like Ugh, couching it out there, that's more that's more <laughs> pissed off than yeah yeah that's more pissed off than um fear i think yeah. and you probably are more comfortable with calling it overwhelm because you don't want to be an angry person, uh, California. Like, you're not an angry person, you're just pissed. Pissed at COVID, yeah, yeah. And, our, and our freedom's being taken away. The thing is though, it ain't COVID keeping you from walking around the block. You can say that it is, which the best lies have 80% truth is how we started this conversation. We have to, get right at that cutting edge of the stories that we tell ourselves mm-hmm. and whether they're bullshit or not and this is sophisticated too this is this is not this is not your everyday kindergarten level bullshit and defenses here mm-hmm. so bravo to that Jess the way you're getting in your own way is <laughs> quite sophisticated good quite job <laughs> but, but mostly this shit is simple and when we make it complicated that's a cue that the bullshit has begun so thank you thank you thank you olivia too. put that on my resume <laughs> it's on mine <laughs> i consider bullshit a life skill oh, you yeah. want to be able to do that you just want to know when you're doing it so you don't believe your own yeah. you save that shit for the bosses the parents the when you're professors like sometimes you need it to get by the mm-hmm. problem is when you buy your own bullshit yeah. then that causes real serious problems so gut check for Jess. Follow up. We'd love to hear how this one Mm -hmm. turns out later. And uh, once again, good job with the teaching, Olivia. It's always nice to be here with you too. I have a good time. Me too. All right. right. See you next next week. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Get in touch with me, Dr. J.J. Kelly, the punk rock doc at drjjkelly.com.